0: I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on Your Home for Success, 105.7. Remember to find your next home at homeguidetulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, homeguidetulsa.com. Fatality crashes are at an all-time high in the Tulsa region, and we're talking about Tulsa Bicycle, Pedestrian, uh, the Advisory Committee, and what they do. Mitch Drummond, I had a really fantastic Experience, first time I'd been to one of these, I'd, I'd seen them, Mitch, advertise, and I thought, I just, I want to go check this out and see what some of the considerations are. And I walked away enlightened about the thought that was going into our intersections and our walkways and our sidewalks and bike paths and some of this work that i've seen around town where there has been kind of a remodeling of sorts i mean here's a realtor talking a remodeling of the intersection so that people can can cross better tell us what this advisory committee is about
1: yeah sure i'd be glad to so the tulsa bicycle and pedestrian advisory committee um we're a group of volunteers uh city staff and then community partners uh and generally we provide advice as well as advocacy for active transportation options um, around Tulsa Uh, we work with the city of Tulsa mainly um, and then also our friends at NCOG to really create a safe and comfortable transportation infrastructure that's uh, not only suitable for all users all types of users but uh, users of all abilities
0: so I was driving down 81st Street, and I, you know, as the city grows, it, uh, it expands beyond its infrastructure. And then, of course, the infrastructure, uh, typically, I should say, the infrastructure will kind of catch up. And I see this guy in a wheelchair heading east on 81st Street trying to get from Walmart back to his home uh, on this two-lane road with no sidewalks. And it was just kind of this in-your-face, I have no other way to get to the grocery store except to take my wheelchair onto a major road. It just really struck me how it's, it's right there, and if, if you don't see that, how many other people aren't getting out to the grocery store because they don't feel safe?
1: Yeah, so uh, I can't remember exactly... Um the number of homes or the number of people in Tulsa, I do know that uh, at least 10% of our workers in Tulsa do not have access to a vehicle in their home. So for those guys and girls to be able to get to work or the grocery store or the school, you know they have to rely on some alternate form of transportation. And uh, you know I know that there's a number that rely on bicycle walking and, and as you described, of you know, using their wheelchair to get to the grocery store, the drugstore, wherever they need to go, um, for decades—well, maybe the, maybe a century. Now, um, the city of Tulsa has prioritized uh, automobile velocity, uh, speed, and throughput uh, in our transportation infrastructure. Uh, so our, our lights, our turns, our intersections, the highway on and off ramps really are prioritized to get vehicles through. Um, and we're working with the city to make sure that those designs and uh, you know, future improvements, future changes are going to make sure that the guy that you just described uh, has a, a safe, not only safe, but comfortable way to be able to get from his house
0: to the grocery store. On this advisory committee, the like the way it worked is you get in little groups, maybe, I don't know, maybe 40 people were there, and you get in groups of five or so, and you walk around and you're making notes, and, and one of the groups left with a stroller, another one had a walker, and another one had a wheelchair. I don't know if there were any other props to, to go along with this, but it was... None of them needed those things, but it was to, uh, to experience what it's like if you needed that apparatus. And when I got to a, a point going north on Peoria, a very pedestrian, active pedestrian area, I got to the railroad crossing and I actually got upset because the, the sidewalk ended and the there was some, some gravel and some weeds and some things that had grown over. As we were kind of navigating through that to get up to the railroad tracks, there was this big barrier in the way that the person with the walker couldn't get over. If my mom had been there, she would have tripped over it. There was literally no way to get from one side of the railroad tracks to the other. And a couple of the intersections had some issues. It was hard to walk, and, and you'd, be like, you'd be upset at someone and you'd be like, well, you need to go down to the crosswalk. Well, if if you're on foot and you have to go all the way down to the crosswalk where, where this was particularly uh, set up, and then all the way back to where you were going, you were going to be 20 minutes late to work. I mean, it's it's a really interesting process when you actually go through it. And this is what this advisory committee is about. And I found it very fascinating because we do drive so much that we don't necessarily think of the Predicament or the plight of someone who cannot drive a car, or uh, that person who just chooses to walk, being a more pedestrian-friendly city.
1: Yeah, you, you're, you're exactly right, Daryl. A lot of people talk about having a, a walkable, uh, bikeable, vibrant city, and to be able to do that, you have to have, you have to be able to have a city where walking or bicycling is an easy choice to make. In that, I could either drive a half a mile to the grocery store, or maybe it's a nice weather day and there's a nice shady spot where I can walk to the grocery store. You know, we need to make that an easy choice. And that's gonna, you know, just kind of increase the vibrancy of the city. There'll be health improvement. You know, with with more people out walking in the neighborhood, it just makes more and more people wanna get out and walk as well. But whenever we have an infrastructure like you described, where uh, maybe there's gaps in sidewalks, as we've experienced, uh, sidewalks are broken, um, or even just the placement of sidewalks. If you're walking with your elbow next to mirrors because you're really close to the traffic, that's one thing. But if uh If you have a a wider sidewalk that's set back a couple of feet from the traffic lanes, providing space for, say, two people to walk side by side and carry on a conversation, that's just a much more inviting and comfortable environment where people would want to get out and walk or ride as an option.
0: Mitch Drummond, uh, how do you find out more about getting involved with the Bicycle Pedestrian Advisory Committee?
1: I think the the best way to do that is I'd love to invite every, everybody to one of our upcoming walk audits. Uh, we're, we're conducting these around the city this year through a grant from Pathways to Health. And the Tulsa Health Department. Uh, we're having one in each city council district uh, this year, and we have a schedule uh, published on our website. That's at tulsawalks.org. There's a lot of in- a lot of good information on that website about uh, crash statistics, why we're doing this, and what the group is all about.
0: Mitch Drummond, thank you very much. tulsawalks.org. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with eXp XP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.